welcome to Nintendo Dispatch, your weekly Nintendo podcast covering all things from the world of Nintendo. I'm Christina. And I am Michael. And boy, oh boy, do we have a jam-packed episode today because we <laughs> got the September Nintendo Direct. We finally got it. It dropped on what day? Thursday? Was it Thursday that we got yeah, the Direct? Yeah. And it was 40 minutes long. And it was, I, I, I will say that I thought it was very good. I was right off the bat, spoiler alert, I thought it was a very good direct. Yeah, I'll hold my thoughts until the end and we can talk about it. But okay. there, there's okay. a lot of stuff that they showed, quite a few things that I'm looking forward to. So Yeah, and I think for yeah. me, the primarily the reason I thought this was such a good direct is knowing there was going to be a direct. Um, and they actually put it right out there that this is going to cover things coming out this the remainder of this year. So going into it, I kind of was like, okay, it's going to be a recap. We're going to, they mentioned a lot of stuff mm -hmm. during E3. They mentioned a lot of stuff during some of the, you know, the Nindies. So this is just going to be like, hey, don't forget, this is coming out next month. This is coming out in November. This is coming out in December. And it was kind of like, okay, it's just going to be a rehash of things we've seen. So I went into it with that mindset, knowing mm -hmm. don't expect a lot. And you're going to it's just going to be to refresh your memory. And I think that's why I was pleasantly surprised, because not only did they do that, but there were other little uh, fun drops. There was other little surprises that I thought was like, oh, this is this is a genuinely kind of good direct because it's got a little bit of everything for everybody. Now, to kick it right off, it opened up with. I, I was thinking kind of a surprise uh, Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak, which is a massive expansion that got announced. Uh, this is going to include new stories, new monsters, new locales, new hunting options. This is coming summer 2022. So right off the rip, they ruined and broke their rule that it was going to be mostly games coming out this winter with a game <laughs> coming out in the summer uh, almost yeah. a year away. So right off the rip, you're like, OK, I guess we can expect not just <laughs> what they said in the in the tweet that they launched you know what i mean so yeah. I'm a, i mean i didn't you know mark this down as a, something i'm super interested in but i am interested because i still haven't played monster hunter rise other than the demo i do want to play this game at some point when i'm done with all of the other long games that i'm currently playing um but i thought this looked great i liked what i saw i liked some of the monsters they were showing in this quick little teaser and so i, I i'm excited for it i liked that it was completely different because we had did they did announce that they had the smaller updates with the new uh waverns i think they're the, mm -hmm. the new monsters mm -hmm. and stuff that they're going to be coming out in different waves um so just getting this which is a massive uh, expansion essentially was kind of cool to see yeah. pretty exciting yeah yeah absolutely uh, the next game that they showed was Mario Party Superstars. Obviously, we've been talking about this here and there because, every, you know, they keep hinting that it's coming out at the end of October. Confirmed five boards that were coming from the Nintendo 64 game, which is Spaceland, Peach's Birthday Cake, Woody Woods, Yoshi's Tropical Island, and Horrorland, which Horrorland looks really good, especially for it coming out the end of October. It's perfect. Yeah, this um, is their sort of yearly uh, Halloween release, and it comes out right before Halloween. So Horrorland is would be good. That would be a yeah. perfect one. That's the only one that they. That's those are the only maps they talked about were the ones being brought in from the Nintendo sixty four game. They also talked about Mount Mini Games, which there's going to be seven mini game only courses, which you can do co op and online multiplayer. So I thought that was kind of cool. I didn't. I didn't I didn't remember them mentioning that before, mm -hmm. but 
And I've never played any of the previous games. So my interest in this is purely because I'm warming up to board game style video games. Mm -hmm. And I think it looks really fun. It looks like it would be a lot of fun to play with a group of people. So again, it's coming out October 29th. You can pre-order now. And we did mention in last week's episode that if you are in the UK and you pre-order, you get if you pre-order the physical version, you could possibly get some goodies, some mm-hmm. some freebies. So um, keep that in mind. Yeah, the, I, I'm the same way. Whereas Mario Party, I never played these. The, I think it was mm-hmm. always you know couch co-op only. Uh, and so, given that I really didn't play a lot of games like that, it never really interested me. But now that these are all coming out, this one launches with online multiplayer. Unlike the last Mario Party that came out and had to get added, this is launching with it. So this one, I'm I'm, I'm interested in. It's not something I feel a huge need for, but I do like the idea that you know you and I could play it. Maybe we could get some listeners mm-hmm. to play it and. Um, you know, you don't have to be in the same room to have fun together. I right. do think we'll need to kind of nail down their their voice chat. We'd have to use like Discord or something because I don't believe this is using the same in-game chat like Fortnite is, but uh, you would want to have some sort of voice chat with a game like this. I don't think, yeah, I think that's I'm sure. most of the fun is being able to kind of like, you know, play together. So mm-hmm. now the next game that they showed, I am very excited for. I will definitely be buying it. And that is Voice of Cards, The Isle Dragon Roars. This is a new RPG tabletop card game by Square Enix. It's coming out October 28th, so the same day as Mario Party. Uh, You can pre-order it now. And there is a demo, which I did complete. This is a surprisingly fun, like just a well-executed game. I absolutely loved the demo. The more I played it, the more I enjoyed it, actually. It's very simple in the way it looks, and I can see how that would maybe turn people off initially in the trailer. You know, it's following up the Mario Party trailer on the de- on the direct. So it was like full of color and life and, oh, this is fun. And then they went to this voice of cards, which was sort of more, you know, a card game. And it was like, oh, yeah. it's kind of, it doesn't, it kind of slows down the pace of the direct, but actually playing it, it is a blast. There's a little bit of humor. It's voice, the, the voice acting in it, it's basically handled as if, um, you're playing a game with a game master. Like a dungeon master, yeah. Yeah, like a dungeon master. And they're kind of narrating it and telling you what's going on. And, you know, in the demo, you're bumping into areas that you can't go to yet. And the, the narrator will say, you know, I think we should turn around. I haven't fleshed out that part of the story yet. So it's kind of like you're having this conversation with somebody. It's really, really well done. It does feel like the narrator's throwing obstacles at you and you're kind of battling them. The battle mm-hmm. dynamic, the, the fighting using the cards and the spells is really, really good. I can see that this is probably a pretty in-depth RPG. The more you start playing it, the more you start leveling up your, your characters, it does feel like, oh, there's a lot of potential here. I'm going to have a lot of spells, a lot of uh, weapons and, and armor that I can wear. There's there's rings that you can put on to kind of boost your character's potential. I'm really enjoying it. There's already, you can buy the base game plus the DLC with it in a package deal um, that is going to include clothing and all kinds of like little fun knickknacks here and there. The backs of the cards will be, you know, customized and stuff like that. So it it feels like you're almost buying like magic cards or something and you're putting them in sleeves and you're going to have like a nice, you know, the dice that you pick out. And it's going to be like that kind of stuff, except all digital and I'm, I absolutely loved it. I thought it was a blast. I did a couple of tweets when I was like playing along the game. There's funny little moments where like 
there's this fisherman in it and he gets all excited and he's like flexing his pec muscles and they're and it's, they were twitching. And it's like, they were twitching. They were twitching his pectoral muscles excitement. were twitching. Yeah, they're twitching in excitement. And it's really funny because the narrator's like, he got so excited, his pec, pec muscles started twitching. And it's like the I can't remember what the group is, but they were like, try to politely ignore this fact. And it was just like so <laughs> deadpan, but very funny the way it was presented. And yeah, uh, yeah I, I loved it. Yeah, I think I'm almost done with the demo. And so far, I've I've really, really liked it. Mm-hmm. And something that I didn't expect is so you have a little pawn, which is your character or not your character, but it's you. But your character is actually three characters. You're controlling this whole group, which is mm-hmm. three people. And I didn't expect I thought it was just going to be you where this hero fighting. But no, it's like a group of three people that are like really well known or they're like part of this group that's really well known in the region or something yeah. and it's really it's really cool i really like how they're building the story and kind of building the world a little bit it's it's neat now i'm excited I think for it the the impression that i'm getting when i was looking into sort of the um <clears throat> the nintendo page for this game the impression i'm getting is that this demo is kind of like a resident evil demo where it's it's part of the story. It's like te- kind of fleshing out the story, but it's not the mm-hmm. game. So I mm. do think you start as a character and you add okay. to your party. So you may meet those three at some point. That's the impression I get. Gotcha. I, could, 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 I could be completely wrong. But when I saw on the, the Nintendo's page, you're playing as a different character. And my guess is you build you can your customize character. your group. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So you pick your mm. starting card, who I, I like want it. to be, and then you meet people along the way, and they join your team. And then now you're playing as you know maybe I'm the rogue, and and I bring on a healer, and then I bring on sort of the the magic user, and we flesh out a team. That's the impression maybe, I get. I could be wrong. Maybe you can get the fisherman on your team. I know how oh, much you like Oh my goodness, him. those twitching pecs. Also, the character design for him, I, I think I texted you and I was like, he looks like Rock Lee from Naruto, but really muscular and he's wearing ripped. pretty much nothing. And it's, yeah. I didn't need to see that. Yeah, it's the. I will <laughs> it's, say, though, that the artwork <laughs> on the cards is, is, is great. I do think the style of it is really good. And yes, the yeah, fisherman, yeah. when I saw the fisherman, because I saw the fisherman because, OK, so you're playing across the game and they're all cards. Everything is a card. The story is told mm. through cards. The game board is like the game cards, board like a grid of cards. It's these really cards. Yeah, yeah. So as you're moving your pawn across these cards, they flip over so you can see like, oh, there's a mountain here. There's a river here. There's a whatever. And you're moving your way through. And then once I got to the point where I was on the shore, the boat you know, card and the, and the fisherman card flip over and I and I saw it. I'm like what is this guy wearing? And then I clicked on him and it, and it like pops up. And you're like, holy moly, this, this, what kind of fish? Are, that Maybe that's the trick. Maybe that's what I need to start wearing when I'm out there fishing. I, I don't know. Oh, but no. That's, maybe that's a new cosplay idea for me for next time. I don't know. But uh, yeah, it's very, very funny. And uh, it, was a, it was a weird surprise because up to that point, it kind of felt more serious. And then it starts feeling like, oh, there's tongue in cheek, like humor yeah, in the game as yeah. well. And, yeah, uh, I felt the same way. Death. Really, really well done. Uh, after after showing Voice of Cards, they they surprised us with Disco Elysium, the final cut. Now, I could have swore I heard rumors that this was coming out. I don't really remember if this was announced during a previous direct. It may have, and then like like I said, I don't I remember. Forgot. I yeah, never I, saw I, anything. I don't it. remember it. Surprised. But if if this was a uh, 
announced previously. I, I don't remember, just like you. But I guess that's why they did this direct. It's like, hey, by the way, things are coming out. So they did announce Disco Elysium, the final cut. It will be coming out October 12th. The physical version is going to be early next year, but you can pre-order it now. I am excited about this because Disco Elysium was on Steam. It may have been on some of the other consoles, but I've always heard really good things about it. So I, I knew that I wanted to play this at some point, and I just kind of held off on it, hoping that maybe Maybe this would be a Steam game at some point, and I got my wish. Now, if you're not familiar with Disco Elysium at all, it's said that it is a, a fantastic, a groundbreaking role-playing game where you are the hero or essentially just a, a complete disaster. That's how they said it in the trailer. You can do one of the one of the two. So, which means decisions matter, which I like. And you are playing as a detective with unique skills uh, at your disposal, and you're going to basically be working your way through the map figuring out what's going on. And I'm excited to play this. It's done in that sort of isometric view that we're pretty familiar with. If you've done any sort of uh, playing Hades or anything like that, you know the look. And looking over the uh, screens that they share on the website, there seems to be a lot of complexity and a lot of customization that you can do in this game, which makes me even more excited because it just seems like, you know, you can really get into what's going on in the game. And I, and I love that kind of stuff. So really, really excited for this on Switch. Yeah, I remember a while ago I heard about this game and mm-hmm. it was just not the time for me, I guess, to be playing the game. I don't know why I didn't play it. Um, Because it seems like everything I would like in the game. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, so kind of seeing it again and knowing now it's on the Switch, I'm like, okay, yeah, now I have to get it. I have to play it. Yeah, Um, definitely. I've seen like like, I knew it was on Steam. That's where I think I saw people because you know how you can see your friends list and it's like, oh, so-and-so's playing Disco Elysium. Yeah, I had a lot of friends that were playing it too for a while. Yeah. So yeah. Nice. Uh, the next game that I just want to mention, uh, Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity. They talked about the expansion pass. Uh, wave 1 is available right now, but Wave 2, Guardian of Remembrance, that is going to be coming on October 29th. So they just gave us a quick overview of kind of what's in that. Mm-hmm. The next thing that we wanted to note was they we thought they were going to be t- showing us who the Super Smash Bros. Ultimate Final Fighter was going to be. They actually kind of teased us a little bit. They said it's going to get their own direct, its own presentation. We're really excited to show it to you. And that is going to be happening on October 5th at 7 a.m. Pacific time or 10 a.m. Eastern time. Uh, So if you're really excited to see who it is, make sure you put that in your calendar. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, you know, I wish they kind of just went through it and just gave people what they wanted in this direct. Why wait? I know. I, I, it needs to be a big ordeal. That's that's the thing. Like they're they're gonna make a big hubbub about this. It's probably gonna be three hours long. They're gonna talk about every little nuance of the character. But the good thing is that this hopefully will be the last one. They did say this was going to be the last presentation they were ever yeah. going to be showing for Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. So that's kind of nice to hear because, okay, great. We don't have to talk about it anymore, but. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I used to love Smash, but honestly, this one never really hooked they me. Really it just didn't it do it for me. Um, yeah. I don't know why. I don't know if it's like the time and place. And I, I don't know what about this one just doesn't interest me anymore. Uh, but man, they really just kind of dragged this out for a long time. And I and know that there's a, they're still doing it. And I know there's a lot of people out there that are probably hating us and screaming at us right now. And I hope you get the fighter you want. I really do. But 
man oh man let this game go this has just waluigi. been going so yeah i hope that i hope people get waluigi or what whoever i don't i don't even know i don't think anybody i don't think any certain character is going to make everybody happy with this game i have from day one and to this day play pikachu and it's been like in every one of them so i i didn't care once i saw that pikachu was in the base game i don't care about any of these other fighters i'm not changing to them so it doesn't really matter to me i can't even think of a single fighter that i would be like that's that's the one i'm going to become now that's going to be my main um i just i don't know i don't i don't care i guess but i hope our listeners get what they want if if you are just so still adamant about this game please shoot send us a message to discord i'm dying to know like who is it that you want um and are you still playing this game a lot because i i'm just super interested now the next thing that i Again, I'm not a Kirby fan, and I know we're going to get a lot of slag on this because I know there are many, many of you out there, but the new Kirby game was announced. It's Kirby in the Forgotten Land. Tons of people are super into this game. I played the demo for the last Kirby game and did not like it at all. I really <laughs> hope we get a demo for this one because when they started this trailer, I was instantly hooked because I have a, a weird fascination with like abandoned locations and things like that. And that's exactly what this is. There was some mystery. There's abandoned locations. I'm excited. I'm hooked. And then I saw Kirby and I was like, ah. Oh gosh I you know, to ruin it oh. instantly instantly <laughs> ruined it for me and i know yeah. that's like the total opposite of probably what everybody else felt but maybe there'll be a demo maybe this maybe this will be the kirby game that makes me a kirby fan and i hope it does but right now not a kirby fan um but it did look beautiful and this is going to be coming out spring 2022 yeah the way i'm going to approach this game is how i approach every mario game where you know it's Mario. I'm not going to jump the day of and buy it and pre-order it or anything. <laughs> but if I see people play it and it looks good and I'm interested in it, maybe I'll pick it up in like a year or two. We'll see I, what happens. I like that we are doing we we do a Nintendo podcast and we don't like Nintendo. That's basically what it jumped. Like I love the platform of the Switch, but like the, the we Switch. don't love Nintendo games. Apparently, that's our thing. At, at some Nintendo IPs, yeah. we like Zelda. Yeah, we Love like that. Zelda. So Zelda. yes, yes. But Mario, mm, Kirby, mm, we'll mm. see. <laughs> yeah. Um, Animal Crossing is another IP we like or did like. Uh, maybe there's promise again. They did a short little presentation, kind of teasing at this thing called the Roost, which it's a location in the museum. There's a character walked up to it, and and they tried to go in the Roost, and it was closed. I'm assuming it's like a coffee shop or something. Yes. I don't, yep. This was in cute, the other ones. This but, was in oh. the other ones that they're oh, finally okay. adding it to New Horizons. Okay. Um, which means Brewster, who runs the roost, will be back. And it is. Yes, it's a cafe. Very, very cool. You know, but is it too little too late? I guess we'll find out. That actually, knowing that this is in the other games, I never played the other games, mm -hmm. but now knowing that it is in other games just made me much less excited about it. Can they just give us something new, please? <clears throat> yeah, that and has I think not been in a previous game. <laughs> and I think that's what people are, you know, upset like, about on. because you had the other Animal Crossing games, and now it's everything we've gotten in uh, New Horizons is things that we just didn't get right away. They're all from other games. They're all being it's the same thing. A little put a paint. Like just yeah. new stuff. But who knows? They're it's a whole direct. 
Yeah, but the new direct isn't just talking about the rooster Brewster. It's going to be talking about the free content coming out for the holidays. So like mm-hmm. in November and um, there's more stuff coming in October for Halloween. So basically they said there's going to be a special Animal Crossing direct coming at some point in October. So they didn't give us an air date. They just said stay tuned for details on that. But man, I was yeah. really excited, but now I'm kind of bummed. We'll see what happens. So maybe the direct in October will have stuff. I'm excited to see what we get. I'm excited yeah. to see uh, it's a it's a whole direct dedicated to Animal Crossing. So I think that's that's promising right off the rip. We have been mm-hmm. wanting a large update. Now, I think that the Roos and Brewster coming back is promising, but it's not going to change the game necessarily. I do no. love that we're getting into the seasons. So now that Witcher is no longer in my physical card slot, I will probably <laughs> put Animal Crossing back in just because I, I don't really have a lot of other physical cards. I'll probably put it back in and load it up for the holidays just because mm-hmm. it's the holidays and I enjoy that. It's kind of like playing World of Warcraft. I love it during the holidays, especially um, just because it gets you into the seasons. So I mm-hmm. may check it back out, especially knowing that there's some stuff coming. It, I don't love that it's coming in November because it's like, well, what's coming in October? You know, that's that's a big holiday, uh, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. I'm excited to see some of the news. I'm hoping it's bigger than just the roost and Brewster. Yeah. I have a feeling because the direct is coming in October, they may do a new October content releasing today mm, mm, or that's a good idea, available yeah. after this direct. Like That'd I could see cool. them doing something like that, but I have a feeling it's going to be just like in the past. You'll get some Halloween themed yeah. objects and that's it. Yeah, um, the same ones that we've already maybe, had. Maybe like the trick-or-treating thing that they did in the past, but I'm not I mean, I don't see them doing anything beyond that. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, but we'll see. Uh, We also got new free content for Mario Golf Super Rush. It was out the day of the direct. It's two new playable characters and two new courses. This is all free. So that's fantastic. I would say that this game is now getting to the point where it's worth the cost of a full game. It's, you know, now you've got plenty Mm -hmm. of courses, you got plenty of characters. I love that they're still adding all of this stuff for free. It would have been nice if it was all in there initially, but it, you know, it wasn't. And that's fine. It's in there now. So I think that's cool. And I would love maybe even to keep seeing this get fleshed out. And I wouldn't be surprised if in the future it starts to be in paid content just because, you know, they're still adding stuff. How, How much free content do you want in the cost of admission? I think there's going to be a time where they're like, okay, now the new DLC cost money i don't, I don't know mm-hmm. we'll, um but yeah very interested i'm 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 thinking that people that are fans of mario golf or people that were on the fence about mario golf knowing that there's now two more courses which i think brings us up to eight or nine maybe maybe even ten there's quite a few courses now <laughs> and quite a few characters so i think people are probably kind of getting into it again yeah i think you know i, I haven't played it yet but for the day i do finally play it, it'll be nice to you know, play a fully fleshed out game. Yeah, it'll feel more like a fully realized game. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't love this trend I'm seeing. <clears throat> no, to be no, I know. You. And it does yeah. seem to be a trend. It's like games come out partially done and then get great in yeah. a couple of years. Just give me a finished game to play start to finish all the way yeah. through so I can move on to other games and not have to keep jumping back to games because you decided you're going to release more content finally. Mm-hmm. It's getting yeah. it's kind of exhausting to keep track of. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so they also surprised everyone with Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic. This will also be coming to the Switch. It's coming out November 11th. You can pre-order it as of right now. 
Cool. I, it looked like kind of a turd <laughs> because I don't think they literally did anything to it from. It's an older originally. game. Yeah, yeah, it is much. It is very old game. Uh, <laughs> I remember playing this game a long time ago, maybe on the Xbox. Uh, I I did enjoy it. I think Knights of the Old Republic is a fun game. I wish they kind of made it look a little better. I would not maybe not necessarily a remaster, but. I think it could have done something to make it look a little better, but I don't know. I, don't know. I think a remaster would have been good for this. I think it would have been awesome, but I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if people, it, I, maybe there would have been more interest in a remaster. It's hard to say because it is so mm-hmm. old. You know, how much money do you put into a game that has already been out? I, I don't know. Yeah. But uh, it's coming out one way or the other. I don't, maybe if it's a reasonably priced, it'd be something I grab. You know, like I said, it's, it's fun to kind of relive some of these games occasionally, but I don't want to do it at a full price you know, level. And I will say I that yeah. my dog Malik uh, is named after Darth Malik from this game. So that's where the name came from. Oh, Malik's and a Sith? Yeah. Yeah, he is. I know that. Uh, but we spell it different. Apparently, I don't know how to spell Malik because in this game, they spell it M-A-L-A-K. I spell Malik M-A-L-I-K, um, which made more sense to me, but I, I don't know. But that's where his <laughs> name, that's, I say oh, Malik, even if it's, <laughs> maybe spelt wrong i don't know but uh yeah that's where the name came from that's where the name came from (laughs) yeah that's where the name came from darth malik the next one that came out again these are all this this direct was for michael uh dying light (laughs) 2 stay human cloud version which i have no problem with i i you know i think it would be cool to have it on the switch but if this is a way for me to get better games like control was uh dying light Two, stay human I, it's cool i'll play it this is a zombie parkour first person combat rpg all of those things hardcore parkour sounds amazing uh i've never played <laughs> any of this before so parkour yeah uh <laughs> your decisions shape the story and have consequences again i love that kind of stuff this is going to be coming out february 4th 2022 it's nintendo you got us you said all winter but this isn't winter uh free demo launches the same day which is weird it's like it comes out and then you get the like give me the demo now and then i can play it and then tell you if i want to buy it you know what i mean but whatever yeah you're also going to have dying light platinum edition the prequel which will be coming out october 19th and you can pre-order that right now so i guess that makes sense you can buy dying light platinum edition now play that and then have it done in time for february 4th where you can play the sequel so that's cool i like all of this it looked fantastic Mm -hmm. probably because you know it's the cloud version and i'm excited to try these out they look kind of spooky maybe this is perfect for halloween i don't know i know you have your halloween games maybe dying light is one of them platinum Uh, edition hardcore parkour but anyway, hardcore zombies. <laughs> yeah, I thought it looked good. And like I said, I've never played any of these. So why not? Next game that we are both very excited for is Metroid Dread. They showed they showed off some of the new trailer that they I think they released the new trailer maybe a week and a half ago. It was kind ago. of a hybrid version of that. Yeah, one. it was kind of a combination of a direct thing and a combination of the past trailer. And the whole reason they did it was to remind everybody of the Metroid Dread reports. There's mm-hmm. eight of them now. Um, you can read them on metroid.nintendo.com and this specific announcement or, or re- o- overview that they were focusing on was the new environments and the organisms in the game so it was pretty interesting again yeah. that's coming next week like a week and a half october 8th uh, and you can pre-order that now if you're really excited for it but. so excited i am going to pre-order i think yeah. and i'm also going to have it because i want it on my switch ready 
to get into my face the second I can play this because the more <laughs> I've seen it, the more I'm excited for it. I don't need, like I've said in the last probably two episodes, I don't need any more information. I just want to play it because it looks so, so good. Uh, really really excited. Yeah. Yeah. Really polished. Yeah. Just really, really well done. I think that this is going to be, if, if people have not played any Metroid games, I think that this could be one that really gets people into it. If, if they're late to the Metroid game, if they're late to come into play any of these and they don't really know anything about it, even though it's the final one of the, you know, the, 2D side-scrolling series. Um, I do think that with the dread reports and all of that stuff, I, uh, it's probably a great way to jump in. And I think this is going to get people super into the series because typically, uh, unfortunately, Metroid games, I don't believe sell that great. And I hope this one changes that. I know of a couple of people who have already pre-ordered it. So I'm hoping that they get really nice sales on this. And I think it'll just prove to them how excited we are for the like full Metroid game. I think I think it's going to sell well. I it seems like I people are really does. into it. But again, we like we're in a bubble. So, you know, a lot of the yeah. things I listen to and watch and follow is all people that Stuff like Nintendo. Yeah. yeah, so it's like <laughs> if you're already into it, I don't know I don't know if people that are not into Metroid or have never played Metroid are watching this game and thinking, yes, I want to play that game. And if you are, I would love to know, you know, shoot us something on Twitter or Discord or whatever yeah. and let us know if, yeah, I, I never played Metroid, but I'm getting this one because I'm excited because I am a Metroid fan, but I'm excited for people that are not Metroid fans because I just think this looks like a, if you liked Hollow Knight, you know, you may Definitely. love Metroid, Metroid yeah. Dread. Yeah. And they look like they have similar, you know, sort of that dark vibe and, you know, Hollow Knight maybe wouldn't have happened if Metroid wasn't a thing. You know what I mean? So, yeah, uh, I, I really hope it gets some recognition. I hope it I hope it seems like there's a lot of hype around it. And I hope that's true because I'd like to see this do well. Um, the next big news that we got is actually kind of funny because me and Michael, we talked about it last week a little bit, kind of dismissing it as a rumor. <laughs> the one time we actually don't fully talk about a rumor, it ends up being true. Yeah, um, maybe so that's the trick. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's it. We jinxed it. Mm -hmm. um, Nintendo announced a little bit of news for Switch Online. They will be adding a new membership plan. The membership plan is going to be called Nintendo Switch Online Plus Expansion Pack. And this includes everything from the current existing online tier. But it's adding Nintendo 64 games, but a very small curated collection of Nintendo 64 games. So mm -hmm. it's going to start out with Super Mario 64, Mario Kart 64, Star Fox 64, Yoshi's Story, uh, Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time, Win Back, Covert Operations, Mario Tennis 64, Dr. Mario 64, and Sin and Punishment. They did say, too, they will be adding more games in the future, and they specifically said Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask, F-Zero X, and I think I saw Pokemon Snap. So they're going to be adding more things in the future, but this was just kind of a, a palette teaser, if you will, mm -hmm. as to what is going to be out launch day. Uh, they also said that there's going to be some sega genesis games included such as castlevania this is crazy though like yeah. we can't just blow over the fact that they announced sega genesis games are going to be on your nintendo switch like this turns it into <laughs> basically the game gear it's like mm. this is kind of a big surprise because that came out of nowhere yeah uh the game the games that they said will be coming from genesis is castlevania bloodlines contra hard corpse dr robotnik's mean bean machine Echo the Dolphin, Golden Axe, Gunstar Heroes, Fantasy Star 4, Ri 
Rystar. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not familiar with quite a few of these games, so I might pronounce them wrong. A Shining Force, Sonic the Hedgehog 2, Street of Rage 2, Musha, and then Fantasy Star 4, Shinobi 3, and Strider. Mm-hmm. And there's also going to be a few additional ones, like they said. They didn't name any specifically, but down the road, they may be adding more. All of this is going to be coming late October. Uh, the exact details, so pricing info, the exact date it's going to be launched, that's going to have its whole other own announcement later. Um, so we don't have a ton of information, just that we will be getting Nintendo 64 games on the Switch. You're going to have to pay more per month on your online plan. Um, and that's all we know so far. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They also said that because obviously Nintendo 64 controllers, Ge- Sega Genesis controllers are very different from the Switch controls. So because of that, they are also releasing Nintendo 64 and Genesis controllers, both wireless. They're going to be $50 each. And the date, TBA, we're not sure, but that's where we're at. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I, I Okay. So going back, there's obviously there was mm-hmm. a lot here. <clears throat> so we got the new membership thing, which I'm not super excited about because, you know, we've been paying 20 a year and kind of getting trickle fed some of these old NES and SNES games, which, which are fine. You know, you have access to them. Okay, cool. Now that they're giving people something that maybe they actually want, you know, Super Mario now we 64, have to pay more. Mario Kart 64, <laughs> Star Fox, you know, yeah. Ocarina of Time. Like these are big games that people probably, Majora's Mass will be added on. Uh, and not even to mention the Sega Genesis, like Echo the Dolphin. I would play Echo the Dolphin again for sure. That was a game I loved when yeah. I was growing up. It was such a weird, cool game. Uh, and I would definitely play that again. Shinobi was a good game. Like there's so many of these that are interesting or some that I never even got to play that I would definitely jump on that I, I'm interested. Now, if my guess is that this is going to bump it up to $40 a month or a year now for a month. The, I was going to go, hold on. <laughs> yeah. I think it's going to be $40 a year now, uh, which yeah. is, it's not unheard of you know a lot of people say well playstation is this and xbox is that. yeah okay that's fine but games with gold also are a little bit more recent there's some better games in there sometimes yeah there's no older older games and the online experience that those companies provide is better than what nintendo provides now you can Mm -hmm. say whatever you want and you would be wrong the nintendo online service is junk it's garbage it's you don't have voice chat you can't follow people you can't like say hey join in my game right now there's like the online you get cloud saves that's basically yeah, you all get you cloud get saves. it's it's not a good service to be paying money towards so yes it should be cheap and i'm sorry if you disagree with that but that is the case i don't pay a lot mm-hmm. because i don't get a lot it doesn't do anything i can't even talk to my friends using the service so i do think it should be inexpensive now if you're going to start charging double or whatever old games isn't going to do it you need to work on the service that's the point of paying for it and maybe that's all they're going to they have these two services and maybe the base service the 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 basically online service is the cheaper way to go because I'm not somebody that really cares that much for old games. I think it's nice that they're there. And if I want to play them, I have the option. Cool. But how often do I actually play these old games? Never, never. Mm. So I don't mind the $20 a month because of that fact. Would I play Ocarina of Time? Would I go and play Majora's Mask? Of course. But I don't know if I could do that uh, if they go too expensive with it. And I don't know if I care enough. 
for those games. Uh, I, I just, I'm not sure. I'm not sure it's worth it to me. I would much, much rather that the money that I pay goes into a better online experience. I want to, I want to be able to share clips with friends on there. I want to have it feel more like Xbox Live or PlayStation's uh, online service. I want to be able to do. I want to have you know achievements that I'm getting for playing games now. Mm-hmm. I want to have friends where I can actually have conversations more like with them. A community experience, not I just want a to have yeah, overall. It needs yeah. to be a better service, and mm-hmm. uh, and I think Nintendo would be better off putting money into that. Now, maybe maybe people completely disagree. They love that these games are being provided and to them that's all that matters but don't forget this is nintendo switch online plus expansion you've got the expansion let's get the nintendo switch online part now you know what really grinds my gears about this is Mm. we just had the zelda anniversary why wouldn't they take legend of zelda ocarina of time legend of zelda majora's mask and maybe one other game package them together as a three-pack collection of like retro zelda games n64 zelda games or something and just sell that separately i would buy that Sure. I don't need all, any of these other games. Like I would probably never play F Zero X. I don't know anything about Winback Covert Operations, but I would really be interested in going back to play the Z- the older Zelda games. Uh, yes. So it just seems it seems a, weird to me that they would not bank on that. Well, yes, as a consumer, you would. Yeah. As a as for Nintendo, it makes more sense to do it in their online service because they already have the infrastructure built. It costs them nothing to basically just add this emulator of a game they've already got because they didn't do anything to these games. They're still in a 4.3 ratio. There's no added. There's nothing new to them. They don't look any particularly good. Um, you know, they didn't up-res the grad. They didn't do anything. This is literally the game that they released, you know, 20 years ago, and they just stick it on, you know, the the Switch Online. So it's like all of these games have are dated looking, and you're playing basically an emulator. So it cost them nothing to do this. Whereas if they had to whether it's direct, you could do you could do digital, but they're also going to make physical. You know, like you said, a bundle. You want to do a physical, so you could go and you'd have to do the cartridges. You'd have to make the packaging. You have to sell it. You have to put it. So for them, they make more money by just doing it this way in the long run. I think I think they could have done it the same way they did the Mario games, where it was a limited release. A lot of people bought it, and it wasn't even physical. It was digital. I don't I don't want to promote limited releases though. I like yes they could I, but I, okay. They did a limited release. Super Mario 64 is here. They just so now you did a limited release including Super Mario 64 yeah. and now you're selling it again to people. It just makes no sense. It, it just the logic behind it like yeah, sure okay, they're a business. Yeah, they're going to get more money for it. But like it's the hype you build around it. It's how you get fans excited for things and saying, "We're going to charge you more per month and give you a bunch of games. Maybe there's one or two that you really like and you might play, but all the other ones, you know, you might not get." It just it feels like it's a bit of a disservice. Well, I I think that in general is what people have felt about Nintendo though. They yeah. they don't necessarily uh Maybe sometimes they listen to their fans, but it seems like based on what I've seen in chat and comments across Twitter that people are kind of in this, this in particular, the switch online has frustrated a lot of people. They felt like, you know, I've been paying $20 for essentially nothing. Uh, and now you're bumping it up because you're finally giving me something that I want. You know, like I said, you had Super mm-hmm. Mario 64. It was part of this big get it now or lose it forever deal. And now you're just 
putting it in this bundle and charging me more for it along with some other games like why did you ever do that super mario 64 bundle why did you even yeah, make it makes that no a thing? sense None um, of this makes sense. <laughs> so I, I I I love the fact that we're getting access to these games. Now don't don't get me wrong, I think any Metroid is a perfect example. Metroid Dread. It's coming out. I would have played one through four if I had access to them. I don't. They don't have them all on Switch. You can't get them all. You have to go, you have to play one on your Switch and you gotta go to your Wii and then you gotta go to your 3DS and you gotta jump to all these mm-hmm. different puzzles to be able to play all four of the games leading up to Dread. Now, if they had these here, while I may never want to jump in and play Ocarina of Time again or Majora's Mask, at least the option is there. And that is something I love. I do like having access to stuff, but I just don't know how I feel about them bumping up the price every time they kind of get you with the next thing that you'll want. So, okay, now Mm -hmm. you're going to get into GameCube games. Now, what are we up to? $60 a year? You know, $100 a year? At what point do you say, okay, nope, this is the cost and now we're just fleshing it out more and more i don't know i I really don't know how everybody else feels on it i i think that it's it's cool that it's being offered uh i'm nervous to see what the price is i do think it's going to be double anything less would be good i think if they said okay it's 30 dollars, okay i'll pay 30 dollars a year i mean that's that's pretty reasonable still to have access yeah but i'm gonna stand by my my initial comment that I want the Switch Online to be better. To me, that's all that really matters. I think all of this other stuff is bonus. This is all just extra that makes it more valuable. Get Switch Online. If that was an amazing experience, I'd pay the 20, I'd pay the 30 without all the other stuff if I had a good online experience. And then this is all just extra. It just makes it better. As far as the controllers, that's cool, but I probably won't buy them. No. <laughs> I was also thinking too that now that they have the second tier, are they going to stop adding things to the first tier? They have said that that they are going to continue supporting it. Um I did read a few articles. But... Well, supporting I mean adding games, doing whatever. And it okay. I mean, I feel like they've kind of fizzled out on NES and SNES games anyway. There's still other yeah. ones out there that a lot of people want, but it just seems like the games that we've been getting for those services has just kind of been odd choices sometimes. Um, nothing that stood out and said, oh, I need to get on that, you know, and play that old NES mm-hmm. game. But I don't know. I think they're getting into a, a generation that's more exciting. N64 and GameCube, if they add GameCube at some point, those are starting to get into the games that I think a lot of people actually grew up and remember. You know, I played a lot of NES games, but I was too young to really remember a lot of them or as even Super NES games to really be like, yeah, that was a fantastic game. But now with Nintendo 64 and you know, wherever they go from here. Now you're getting into games that are genuinely like that was part of my childhood. Ocarina of Time, Majora's Mask. You know, if they ever stuck Goldeneye in this thing, which would be a f- amazing. Yeah, uh, Echo that's the like Dolphin. the only game missing for me right now is like Goldeneye from the list. <laughs> yeah, I, that would be amazing if they could if they could work out the deal with uh, yeah. I think what was it Rare? I think I think that's part of the pro- it's licensing. It's licensing deals. Yeah, so licensing if they stuff. could figure that out, oh. Man, that would be that would be great, but I don't mm-hmm. know. Uh, once they got through the Nintendo Switch online stuff, they went into some game collections that are coming out. They got Castlevania Advanced Collection, which I think looks fantastic. These again are games I never got to play, but I've heard they are wonderful, wonderful games that are cannot be missed. So if you are a Castlevania fan, this bundle is going to include Castlevania Circle of the Moon, Harmony of Dissonance, Arrow 
Area of Sorrow, Dracula X. This is available now. You can grab this. And I am, it's on the wish list. I'm, I'm excited to try this out. Mm-hmm. They also showed Act Razor Renaissance, which I didn't, I'm not familiar with this game at all, but after listening to a handful of people, this sounds very, very interesting. It's it's a, you know, pixel side scrolling action game, but it also has a top down uh, city building aspect of it. So you kind of keep jumping between these modes and it, from what I've heard, it looks and sounds fantastic. This is actually a remake of that original game. The art style looks much more polished. It looks a lot better, a lot interesting. This is how you get people into games that you want them to be playing. This is how you bring them into these old games because it added a little bit more modern feel to it. And I, I want to pick this up. And I think based on what I've seen on Twitter and what people are chatting, a lot of people got super excited when they saw this. Uh, I missed it the first time. I probably will be playing it this time because it just looked really, really interesting. And I like that sort of duality of the two different modes. I really like that they would go, you know, sort of zoomed in 2D fighting mode and then kind of this panned out top down, you know, you're kind of planning the city around it, which I, from what I understand is like you're helping the citizens and you're like putting buildings and stuff. It's not like a Sim City necessarily, but to that effect. And those when when you do those things, it allows you to have certain buffs. Then when you go zoom back in and fight, now you've got more powers or spells or whatever it is in the game. I could be wrong, but it looked pretty good. Lastly, they mentioned Delta Rune Chapter 2 is, is coming out. This is going to be a free update. It adds Chapter 2 to Delta Rune Chapter 1. It's available now. Uh, I'm not a big Delta Rune fan, but I know a lot of people are, so we wanted to make sure that got a shadow. And then after that, we had Miyamoto hop in and and pause the direct and he gave us a little announcement or or update on the mario movie that they are working on currently we have a release date it is coming to theaters holiday 2022 so next Hmm. year uh and for north america we actually have a date it will be in theaters december 21st so other regions will be announced later so if you're really excited for this mario movie which after hearing who the cast members are going to be i'm actually a little more excited about it Mm -hmm. um so for mario they have chris pratt of all people (laughs) which (laughs) i thought was really funny in the direct because miyamoto's like he's so cool (laughs) he is so cool um for peach we have anya taylor joy which i loved her in the Oh my gosh, what's the, Queen's what's, what's the show called? Queen's Gambit. Yeah, I thought she was great. And even mm-hmm. on Saturday Night Live, she was really good too. Yeah. Um, of all people, Charlie Day for Luigi. Uh, for Bowser, I love this choice. We have Jack Black. Mm-hmm. I love that. <laughs> we have Keegan-Michael Key, who's playing Toad. He's great as well. Seth Rogen is going to be Donkey Kong. Apparently Donkey Kong is going to be in a Mario movie. Why not, I guess. And Charles Marionette. Is it Marinette or Marionette? Marinette, who voiced the OG Mario in quite a few games and I guess some cartoons or animations. Um, he's going to be voicing a few surprise cameos, but he's not yeah. going to be Mario. Yeah, he's he's Mario. I mean, Charles is Mario. Yeah. It's a me, Mario. That's that's <laughs> Charles. And it's very odd to me. You have Mario in the game or in the movie, but you don't have him voicing Mario. I mean, that seems like a slap in the face. Uh, I don't know what surprise cameos he's going to be doing, but uh, I guess he I guess he wasn't as cool <laughs> as Chris Pratt. I guess that's the problem. He is cool. Yeah, Chris he Pratt is, is cool. He's so cool. So cool. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, this this was exciting. You know, I am I, I'm. 
I will see the movie, I guess. I, I Maybe when the trailers not, start coming right? out and stuff, yeah. like I'll get more into it, you know, right off the rip. I'm not, I'm just kind of like, well, okay, cool. There's a Mario movie coming out. I'm excited that it's around holidays. I think that'd be a fun time to see this. It would be just like a, you know, feel good going to the movies during the holidays yeah. type movie, doing your Christmas shopping and go see Mar- Mario Brothers. But this cast made me want to see it as a live action. Like, to be honest with you, I don't yeah. want it animated. I'd love to see these characters. They they just found such good uh, actors to be playing all these parts. I would love to see this as live action. I think it would be really cool. Like Or a live action CGI sort of like uh, Pokemon did. Uh, Detective yeah. Pikachu, I guess. Yeah, that would be good. Like Jack you know, Black some, as Bowser. Like yeah. dressed up as Bowser. And make, like that would be hilarious. Yeah, I just think that they, they got a great cast. I'm excited yeah. to see what they do with this. Yeah, I don't know. It made me more excited, I will say, than than what I was initially. Mm-hmm. Me too. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then after that, the big announcements, wrapping everything up together, you got some information on Splatoon 3, which I think is exciting. A squid researcher came out and started talking about footage and showing stuff for like the stuff. It was that, super cheesy, but oh I loved God, it at so the same cheesy, time. So <laughs> cheesy. And he was like doing poses and everything like that. I was like, oh, oh he did like a three while he oh, was standing so, and so it was cheesy. just. Yeah. So cringy, but in the best way. <laughs> yeah, terrible. Uh, but Splatoon 3 takes place in Splatsville, the city of chaos. And uh, the Splatlands, which I think is what we saw in the teaser last E3, is what surrounds the city. And that's sort of full of the turf war area. I, that's my guess, because it felt like it was almost post-apocalyptic and sort of deserted yeah. in the initial trailer. And this one felt much more lively. And there's a city and there was a lot happening. So mm-hmm. it's kind of interesting. I'm excited to see where this story goes i enjoyed splatoon 2 i never played the first one but i liked what i played in 2 you know it kind of ran its course and i haven't gone back to it in a long time but uh, 3 would be fun and it's you know more splatoon by the looks of it so we'll see what happens they also basically said what the singer player story is called which is return of the mammalians so Hmm. mammals are returning (laughs) because obviously everything in splatoon is their squid and fish people so yeah Pretty interesting. Nice. And then in the biggest news of the entire Direct, the the one that took it home was the trailer for Bayonetta 3. And I thought this was exciting. This was interesting. We've been wanting something on Bayonetta 3. This is the first time we've seen anything about Bayonetta 3 since the initial logo uh, like six years ago at the E3 2017. Yeah, yeah, 2017, they announced the logo that this was in production. Now we've actually seen footage. We've seen Bayonetta's new haircut and her new makeup. And uh, yeah, it looks it looks great. Now it's time to get playing Bayonetta 1 and 2 in preparation for this. The trailer <laughs> looked fantastic, and we will be getting this in 2022. They did not get a, a month or day, but I'm hoping early 2022. I think that would be fun, but it would probably be holiday. It would be my guess. I'm assuming holiday, yeah. For something like this, as big as, big as it is, yeah. If it is holiday 2022, I would almost say that's like a, a nail in the coffin for Breath of the Wild coming out, unless they did like a super crazy holiday. Mm. I, you know what I, I have mean? a feeling Breath of, Breath of the Wild is going to get pushed into 2023. Oh gosh, we haven't heard any, we haven't heard anything in such a long time. Um, the last thing we Metroid did hear anything was E3. So Prime Four is out there somewhere. I mean, that's yeah. somewhere. I, I don't but know. But again, where. I feel like that's going to be like Bayonetta three. We're going to see something in seven years. <laughs> yeah, 
I, I hope not. But this looks good. And and yeah. uh, what did you think? I mean, you don't you don't know any like you haven't played any bayonet. I played a little bit of the first one, but I I won't say I'm a hardcore bayonet fan. But I'm more excited to be like it. Just I was always a Devil May Cry fan, and Bayonetta is in that same vein. It's sort of like this this mm-hmm. crazy you know like main character and it's like, like the crazy gothic yeah everything's yeah, just yeah. nuts and over the top and fast yeah. action and i always loved devil may cry and i played a little bit of bayonetta initially and kind of fell off of it but i'm excited to kind of jump into this ip knowing that we're getting a new one and seeing it actually happening um i'm excited but what did you because where what have you done with bayonetta anything so I kind of have followed Bayonetta the same I followed Metroid. I kind of have a rough idea of what the story is like, but I just think the characters are really cool. I mean, they're like female protagonists. Why wouldn't I be into it? Yeah, and, she seems um, like just so cool. She's awesome. Yeah. So cool. And so as Chris soon as Pratt I- level cool. So, so cool. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um I mean, she is cool, though. Like, that's why I'm into cool. her. She's very cool. Uh, not just so cool, very cool. But- so I've been excited for it because a new, I mean, I always like when new games come out. I don't love going back and playing older games. I just, I don't love doing it unless I feel like I really have to. I don't feel like I'll necessarily have to with this. Uh, it seems like it's a fresh new take on it and I'm excited for it. And yeah, I'm probably not going to play it day it comes out based on mm-hmm. what I've seen so far. We haven't seen much, <laughs> but it was funny because it made me feel the same way I felt when I saw Astral Chain for the first time. Mm-hmm. I was really excited about it, but I wanted to know more. And that's yeah. kind of where I am right now. Well, I think I, I'm on the fence because, like I said, I want to play both of the the original one and two again, or at least one and then play two. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm, I was toying with getting the physical only because if you buy Bayonetta 2, one is included if you can find the physical. And then that's something oh. I could like let you borrow if you want to play it. Or oh, I, w- yeah. I would suggest if you decided not to play it, maybe watch a watch the, you know, the playthroughs. That's, that's usually what I do is I'll watch a playthrough or I'll find a video which talks about the story and explains everything that has happened. Yeah. Um, before There's I jump also- into the new game. That animated movie of Bayonetta, which I thought looked fantastic, I I didn't wasn't aware that this animated movie existed, so I'm gonna check that out as well. I just thought it looked really really well done. It looked like uh, maybe the same animator or, or similar style as the new Witcher animated uh, series mm. on Netflix, and cool. uh, when they did Castlevania, it kind of has that more r- like real feel to it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's not like cartoon animated. It just seems like a really uh, like graphic animated more style. modern so, anime yeah yeah and it, it looked really really well done so i want to check that out too because i agree i just think bayonetta looks like such a like just a, it's an interesting ip interesting story you know and just such a uh a, like a tough cool character just like D- dante a was a cool Devil. character with legs for days so just like Dante, be- actually, when you put <laughs> it that like way. Dante. Just like Dante. <laughs> Legs for days. Legs uh, for days. <laughs> it's, it's, it's definitely, you could argue who has the better hair, though, I will say, because Dante's locks are lustrous, just beautiful. Uh, Bayonetta's hair is very, very cool. And I think it's basically so her cool. clothing, at least from what I remember the first I'm one. I'm sure a lot like, of people are into Bayonetta because of that. But Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure. I think she's, yeah. So I guess we'll <laughs> see. I guess we'll get some more information as t- time gets closer. But yes, we will keep you posted. I do plan on playing Bayonetta uh, 1 and 2, uh, whether it's physical or digital, I have not decided. So we'll see what happens. I, I, I thought yeah. overall, this direct 
I thought it was better than their E3 Direct. I really enjoyed what I saw of this, maybe because I went in with low expectations and I was genuinely surprised. I mean, we spent an hour basically talking about everything we saw. So I'm I'm very excited for what's what's to come and what we saw in this. Yeah, compared to the E3 one, I feel like there's a lot more things from this Direct that I will remember compared to the E3 one. The E3 one, I just remember seeing Breath of the Wild, and that's all I cared about. But with this one, there's quite a few things that I was excited for. Like the first half, where they're just talking about games and games and games. I'm like, okay, yeah, we know they're going to talk about something about Age of Calamity. Of course, they're going to mention Super Smash Brothers. There's going to be something Animal Crossing related. Um, Even though they did show a couple newer games, which we hadn't heard of, they're not games I'm necessarily really excited for. But after the Nintendo Switch Online and the stuff they were announcing, I was like, oh, wow, they're actually covering a lot more than just here are games coming out this holiday season. Mm-hmm. And then I was really wondering, I was like, what are they going to sh- What's going to be the last trailer? What is it going to be? And then um, when they ended with Bayonetta, I was like, that was a good and I liked the pacing of it. I, I thought it was a really good direct. Yeah, yeah. agree. Yeah. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Well, that does it for our direct kind of commentary overview. <laughs> um, now we get into the top 10 bestsellers for the week. And it's funny because there are quite a few that they did just release from the direct in here. So in first place, we have Diablo 2 Resurrected. In second, we have Eastward. In three, Wario Get It Together. In fourth, Castlevania Advanced Collection. In fifth, we have Minecraft. Sixth, Little Nightmares. Seventh, Among Us. Eighth, Taiko no Tatsujin, Drum and Fun. Ninth, Stardew Valley. And tenth, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. And then other new games that made it in the top 30. In 15th, we have Diablo 2 Resurrected Prime Evil Collection. In 26th, we have Cruise and Blast, which they announced during the direct. We didn't talk about it, though. And then in 30th, we have Nexoman. Now we're going to get into more games with new releases. And we actually have quite a few checked again. So you want to kick us <laughs> off with that? Yeah, so the first game that we both have checked is called Warp Frontier. It's for $15 on September 28th. This is a point-and-click style puzzle adventure game. Uh, You play a character named Vincent Cassini. He's a decorated war hero, but is now a captain in the futuristic police force. And he stumbles across a lead in a war crime that resulted in a crazy disappearance for thousands of people, including his first wife and best friend. So he's very invested in this. <laughs> uh, it's him and his robot, robot partner, Mac. They have to ally with morally questionable characters and stop an old enemy before their crimes are erased forever. And I found the style of this pretty different. It kind of reminded me of um, that Viking game. which It was the first game I reviewed on the website. I forgot what it was called at the top of my head. But it's basically like a flat art style scene and the characters just move limbs kind of like cut paper it's really interesting yeah um the look and feel of it is very different from anything that i've um that i expected but it looks for 15 dollars looks kind of like a really interesting indie the story is interesting i like kind of stuff like that so the game you were mentioning is nephilim oh okay that's it a a norse (laughs) survival story yeah nephilim yeah it's kind of like the characters move in a similar way Okay. Yeah, I thought this. I I did want. I did check this one as well. Uh, I'm a little skeptical of the look of it, only because it seemed a little rough. But the story seemed kind of like Soma, almost in the way mm-hmm. that the the AI or the the droids or robots or whatever you're interacting with are end up. They're like consciousness. Be like conscious and they seem to be like the souls of the people you knew from the crew. And that reminded me of Soma, which we've mentioned many times and it is an absolutely amazing game. Uh, It's a sleeper of a game. (laughs) It's just so well done. Yeah. um, 
that 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 was enough to make me say, okay, I, I want to look into this one at least. Mm-hmm. Maybe when it goes on that fifty percent off sale, this would be one I would pick up. I don't know yeah, if I'd need it for fifteen. Game. Yeah, it's a wish yeah. list game, absolutely. Yeah. Now September 29th, we get a Juggler's Tale for eighteen dollars. This is this is a cinematic puzzle platformer. You play as Abby, a stage performing marionette, and you make your way through a medieval fairy tale world to find freedom. And it's literally a marionette. There's little strings on every single thing, which I think is really cool because those strings cause you to have sort of unique challenges and puzzles because you have to figure out your way to get around stuff because the strings are there. You can't. You can't, you know, walk you can't, like, under, go under stuff. Yeah, you can't yeah. walk under something because the strings are gonna like hold you up, and then the thing that's chasing you or the fire or whatever is gonna is gonna burn you. So I think it's really really cool that they have those strings. At first, they were annoying me, and it just seemed like, well, what's the point of these strings when I was watching the trailer? And then mm-hmm. it's like, oh yeah, no, they actually serve some purpose to Their make function, challenge. Yeah. Um, so it looked interesting. Juggler's Tale. I kind of liked the Coraline look of this, like sort of a, yes. uh, you know, Tim Burton-y kind of animated style. And uh, yeah, like it. I'd say it, it, the way I would describe it is charming, but a little off-putting. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, so good for good for this time of year. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, and it, that, that makes sense too, because I also was getting little nightmare vibes when I was watching. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. me too, me too. Um, the next game I just have checked on uh, September 30th is called Bonfire Peaks for $20. I will say $20 seems very high for this game only because it's a very seems like a very simplistic puzzle game. Um, so it's it's a puzzle game apparently about closure where you have to set your belongings on fire and it takes place in this very like pixelated 3D. It's called Voxel Art Puzzle Island. Hmm. And there's 200 um, expertly designed puzzles uh, in this kind of in this world and and that's that's all the information i had on it so again it's going to be a wishlist thing seems twenty dollars seems high for this because it does seem pretty simple but 200 puzzles is a pretty high number so that's a lot of puzzles that's a lot of puzzles so a lot of puzzles that's that's going to be in the wish list yeah Keep an eye on yeah, it yeah definitely mm-hmm. uh you know i was on the fence about this one i ended up not checking it but it kind of reminded me of aesthetically of uh, minecraft dungeons if you if yeah, you know and yeah. love Minecraft Dungeons, then you would have a good idea of what this looks like visually. That's that's uh, what know. voxel art is. It's like yeah, uh, yeah. it's like three D version of of Minecraft block art. Yeah, exactly. So if that's <laughs> yeah. something that you really gravitate towards, you really love that style, then uh, then this would maybe be worth looking into. Obviously, the gameplay is a lot different, but that way at least you have something to to kind of compare it to. Now, also on the thirtieth. Astria Ascending. This is one that I gave a check to. I This one made me think of Battle Chasers, which is sort of a turn-based combat game. I really liked, uh, actually, I loved Battle Chasers. And this is very similar to that, where you're going to run into each other, battle. You know, each person's going to have their turn. You're going to pick from spells and weapons or whatever your, your different party can do. And except this style of this one is absolutely beautiful. It's supposed to be an emotional JRPG, which... Okay, sure. Uh, and you're going to go on no, this exploration. You, you love your emotional games. I love emotional <laughs> games. I love a good tearjerker. They really get to the heart of things. This has over 200 <laughs> different monsters in captivating turn-based combat. Uh, I just think it looks really, really nice, to be honest with you. Visually, I was interested in it. And then it gave me that Battle Chaser vibe. Uh, so yeah, I had to give this a check. I don't know. We'll see. You know, it's $40. Maybe this will go on sale and then that makes it a must 
buy. It does say that there's over, over 50 hours of gameplay. So for $40, 50 hours, I mean, that's, that's a good value. Uh, it's just how good is the story? Is it going to really yeah. keep you uh, captivated for the 50 hours to make you want to play it? Or are you going to play one or two matches in battle and be like, okay, I'm, I'm over this. But we'll I'm see. Yeah. yeah, we'll see what happens. But I just thought it looked beautiful. The next game coming out on October 1st, we both have checked, is Kyle is Famous Complete Edition for $15. So Kyle is preparing for his most important interview. And um, you're helping him. <laughs> That's basically mm. it. So you choose his path through 117 endings, not 200, like the other two games we were talking Uh-oh. about. <laughs> There's 117 endings, uh, and you just accept the consequences, and it's a comedic, adventure, narrati- narrated type game, and it looks pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, fun. Yeah. Just, a, just yeah. a simple, fun game. Yeah. Why not? The last one is survival z this comes out october 1st for 15 dollars. now i will say i have already played survival z i've played it on apple arcade and it was fine this is essentially a um <clears throat> i want to say like a tower defense game you know plants mm-hmm. for zombies that kind of vibe except it's mm-hmm. so you, so basically you make progress through the map you are a survivor in a zombie apocalypse type scenario. Everything's run down. You know, you're going to be in a gas station and it's going to be all kind of abandoned and desolate and trucks everywhere and overgrown and all that kind of stuff. And in that moment, you're getting attacked. You have to set up based on the the tools and the weapons you have on hand and defend where you are. Then once you complete that, you move on to the next spot and you battle again. So it's like these series of battles. Along the way, you're going to meet other survivors. They're going to have different skill sets that you can implement into your sort of survival. And it gets more and more complex. There's over 15 playable characters and 50 different levels with all kinds of possibilities for fun is what they're saying. So I will say on Hmm. arcade, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it, um, played it a lot, but I think what made me want to check this was because I think it would be better with controls with an actual controller. Uh, I liked it on the phone, but it, you know, you're, you're moving around with the left, you know, side of the screen and shooting with the right type thing. And, and this game seems like, even though it does feel sort of mobile, uh, you know, because of the way the map is and things like that. I do think it's going to benefit from having a controller. Again, you're kind of that Apple slash switch tax because Apple Arcade's $5 a month and you get access to all kinds of games. This is $15. Is that controller enough of a sway for you to want to pay the extra money or maybe try it on Apple Arcade, see if it's interesting and then make the buy i don't really know what the best bet is there but either way i gave this a check because it is well done it is beautiful for what it is graphically and uh and i think people will enjoy this nice yeah so that gets us to everybody's favorite segment in the show what you playing actually that gets us to everybody's favorite segment in the show christina's playing skyrim uh christina what are you playing this <laughs> hey, week? i played i played another game i played the voice of cards demo oh oh Jeez. my goodness so tell but us i did play skyrim too okay um yeah i mean i i feel like we already talked about it quite a bit during the direct i'm really enjoying it i'm almost done with the demo i played it for maybe an hour and a half yeah i think it was about a two-hour yeah. demo yeah I okay, did everything. So i'm almost there yeah but i mean i'm definitely gonna be putting this in my wish list definitely gonna be picking it up it's very fun so far um it reminded me a lot of 
Gwent from what I've seen of Gwent, but also, um, oh my gosh, what's the Hearthstone? Okay, yeah, I, I would, see, I yeah, can Hearthstone sit, a little bit. Yeah, Hearthstone. Uh, Gwent is, um, yeah, I got the, I, I got any card battler vibes from it, yeah, right? Like Gwent, yeah, but, definitely. But with Gwent specifically, because of the music that goes over it, it's very like fantasy old time mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. <laughs> i don't yeah. explain it you're in a an inn somewhere and just from what i've played so far there's plenty to do and i'm already wanting to keep exploring and, and the game yeah. stopping me and that means that i want to i want to keep playing this game yeah which so. is funny because it's like i i because i explored everything i could and flipped over and when i didn't have the card flipped over it annoyed me and i went back and i like I know, got yeah. to the corner to flip the card so i yeah. like that it's making you explore every inch of the game that you that were allowed to in the demo uh mm-hmm. and and i really really enjoyed this as well you know this obviously is a game that i'm playing and finished the demo i, I want more I, i'm bummed that it's not out right now because i do want to i wanted to keep playing it i really enjoying it. i want to get my character or however it plays out in the original retail version mm-hmm. uh, i want to pick my character and start exploring this isle of dragon or whatever it's called and yeah. really see where this game goes because you'll see when 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 you get to the end of the demo the way it ends sort of sets up this really like, oh, this is going to be good. Mm. I also noticed too. So there are, you meet characters along the way. And as you kind of go on their cards and you have these short conversations with them, it unlocks their backstory. Mm-hmm. So you can go into the backstories that you've unlocked. And I did that and I went to read them, but it I went and flipped the card over to read more about their story and said, the full version of the story will be in the actual retail version yeah. of this game. I'm like, ah, oh, come That's on. That's how they get you. That's how they <laughs> so, get you. But it's like little stuff like that. Like the demo just seems so well done. And for two hours of gameplay, you could probably keep playing too if you wanted to like really level up your characters. But again, I don't think the save data will carry over into the new game, so it doesn't matter. But it's so worth just trying this demo out and seeing if this game is for you because it seems like it's going to be a really like it's going to be around for a long time. I think. People and it's are such a. Playing it. It's so weird to. I mean, we're dwelling on this, but it's almost like this was a sleeper for me because the the game yeah. itself seemed like it would be just. It could potentially, if you just looked at it at face value, such a throwaway game. But the more you played it, the more polished it was, and the You'd more it was like, it. "Wow, this is really good." You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It just seemed like such a simple visual game that you would just be like, "Ah, eh, whatever." But it, it, the more I started playing it, the more like the things they would do. So you're, like I said, everything's cards. So you you meet this character and you have to carry them, and it's like they do they stack the cards and I'm like not- they kind of bounce back and <laughs> forth, like you're carrying them on your back and stuff. The, it it made me think of sort of the pencil pencil paper. D type games because you're it's all in your mind and you're sort yeah. of playing it out in your mind and that's kind of what you're doing you're just playing with this yeah. game and then once they introduce the dice rolls and they have the different dice so you have the six-sided you got a 20-sided like it's like i'm playing a, a tabletop i'm playing game. a D campaign in the yeah. version in, in the form of cards yeah and it was it's just really cool. exciting to, yeah. to like yeah. the more that you they give you those little elements the more you're just it, it was like one more notch up in like wow this is really just a fun game yeah and it's funny too because my sister she's part of like three or four different D campaigns and i texted her earlier and i said i have a game i have to show you tonight <laughs> yeah that's cool i'll be seeing her later so i think she'll really like it um but yeah i I'm really looking forward to playing this game. It kind of reminded me too of when I played Tharsis. I got yeah. really sucked into that 
because I just I just had to keep playing it and playing it and just rolling the dice is so satisfying. And with this, when you roll the dice, it's just as satisfying. It's just mm-hmm. it's so good. <laughs> and I didn't yeah. expect it to be. Um, I do want to mention, too, that I did download Story of Seasons right now. There's a game trial happening. It ends in two days. Hmm. So unfortunately, when the podcast comes out, it would have ended. But I'm hoping to play a little bit of that. Um, it is the Pioneers of Olive Town version of Story of Seasons. So um I know there were some mixed reviews on some of the stories of season story story of seasons games. So I'm hoping to go in there and hop in, play a little bit of it, just a couple hours here and there, so I can come back with some kind of opinion next week. Nice. Um, so hopefully I'm not playing just Skyrim again. I know it's probably <laughs> getting old, so <laughs> Well, speaking of getting old, I'm playing Fire Emblem. I mentioned oh, that. Is it getting old? <laughs> no, just that I mention it every time, just like you do yeah. with Skyrim. But I will say that this time is different only because I completed the uh, the DLC. So I'm back into the main game working on that. Having a blast still. The DLC, I didn't feel like the DLC story was very interesting to me anyway. Oh, that's a bummer. Uh, it was just sort of like it was a seven- chapter campaign i was kind of like all right it seemed like it was more meant to be a vessel in order to get new characters into the mainline game and you're Mm -hmm. just like here we'll give you sort of this you know whatever story just so you can meet these four characters so the four characters you get are pretty interesting and i do like the characters but the story that they're wrapped in was sort of like this is dumb. It's just a, it's just not that interesting of a story. But whatever. Too, so now, the school was really cool that they added in. Yeah, the, the and you can cool. visit the abyss in which is the added area. You can visit the abyss in uh, the mainline story now. So and you can you can actually recruit the new students into your class. So that's what I'm working on now in the mainline story. I'm excited to be back into that because that story is interesting and I'm, I'm really captivated by that. In addition to that, I've also been playing golf club wasteland a little bit more. Uh, I'm very much on the fence about this. I'm not sure if this is a game that I'm enjoying. I feel determined to kind of complete it, but I'm, I'm continually aggravated by sort of how, when I hit something like the ball goes two inches or it goes two miles. And it's like, (laughs) I, this is such a, like a, like it's more of a trial and error figure out where you can go type game and you just have to play it over and over and over again and i don't like games like that i just don't i'm just not interested in this and i i think the story is kind of cool but you know one of the selling features for me was this radio uh that was introduced into the game and it's like radio mars or whatever they called it And it's telling stories like you'll have callers who tell stories about what it was like being on Earth before they had to move. And then they play some like Earth, you know, influenced music, which is just whatever. And over what it basically ends up being is just a lot of talking that you're not really listening to because the tone and the way they talk is not that interesting. And the Mm. story they're telling isn't that interesting. And the music isn't that interesting. The game and doesn't sound very interesting, Michael. It's it's just not. It's losing a lot of its luster, and kind of I'm kind of bummed. And I'm curious because I know Becca was playing this, and I'd be very interested to hear what she thinks in this game and if she loved it because I, I'm just I'm I don't know. It's not clicking for me. Mm. I, I I feel like it's just not that fun. Well, luckily. There is an update to Mario Golf, so you can get your golf fix there. <laughs> yeah, and go back to to, to an actual golf game. Yeah, yeah, one that actually yeah. has like some sort of game hitting or ball hitting logic to it. <laughs> yeah, it's. 
I don't. I'll probably finish it just because the challenge of it at this point. But it's got to be in small mm. doses because I find that I get frustrated with it. So that is our super long direct episode. Makes up for the two short ones that we just did. <laughs> the yeah, last yeah, which which it, it deserved it. There was a lot there. Yeah, uh, I'm yeah. I'm really excited to see if some of our listeners want to write us and give us some information on what they thought of the direct and all the games that are announced and what they're excited for. And if you would like to do that, you can head over to NintendoDispatch.com, hit the contact button. If you would like to watch a stream, you can do that over at twitch.tv forward slash Nintendo Dispatch. If you want to chat with us, you can go to Twitter at Dispatch Podcast or go to our discord which the info for that is on our website thank you for listening as always and this has been your nintendo dispatch